Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Oh, he's smoking hot! The latest Laker news. Another great Showtime feed. The greatest Laker show. This is going to be legendary for a long time. This is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Lakers all day. Go Lakers! What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to Big Baby Sports Podcast. Lakers get the win, 100-88. And in today's show, I will have on, in a little bit, former Laker athletic trainer, Mariano Gomez. Looking forward to that. So much more, man. Let's get into tonight's game. Lakers win 100-86 versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Lakers finally got a win, man. I know it's against the Cavaliers, but still, I'll take it. You know? Love it, man. I know it was a win. Win's a win, you know? And uh, I'm getting into it, man. Overall, the first half was crazy. Lakers came out like they underestimated the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. You know what I mean? They feel like they underestimated Cleveland tonight. You know? It just feels like we're... like t The first quarter was bad. You know, turn the ball over. 23 turnovers, and Jay's always in the comments. You know? Yep, Lakers fans get free tacos. Hell yeah. But yeah, turnovers killed us. You know what I mean? They kill us tonight. We ended with 23 turnovers. But at the end of the day, Laker Nation, um, Lakers stepped up. You know? You know, the first half was terrible. You know, we seemed like a days ago. We, we went down 10. You know, Larry Nash Jr. got a putback dunk over Kuzma. You know, but let, let's look at it right here. I said in the game, Lakers defend the three-point line for the, against the Cavaliers. They, the Cavaliers shot 5 for 26 from the field from the three-point line. 90%. For us, we shot 6 for 26 from the field for a three-point line, and that's 23%. You know what I mean? We shot, they didn't shoot the ball well from the three-point line. Free throws, 72% to their 70, or excuse me, 72% to their 67. Rebounds, 45 to their 67. You know, it was just one of those games where the first half was ugly. You know, I felt like we're going to lose in the first half. Like, the first half was not good. We went down, like, you know, and Kuzma got injured, fell on his elbow. Harold got injured a little bit. Another bumps and bruises from the team. But in the second half, man, the team stepped up defensively. We only hold Cleveland in the third quarter to 10 points. Shout out to the, the team, man. Shout out to Dennis Shooter, 17 points, plus 4 and plus minus. Shout out to Morris, 13 points. And shout out to Montrez Harold, 24 points, 10 rebounds. He was dominating. This is the Montrez Harold that we need. You know what I mean? We, this is the Montrez Harold that we need. And yes, yes, yes. Black Mamba, two four eight zero, bro. That's like yes, that's 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 the second half that we needed from to win this game tonight. You know, both ends of the floor, defensively, offensively, we turned up. You know, shooter did his thing, Harold, Harold did his thing, but fifteen points for Talhorn Tucker. Shout out to you, bro. Good game, good bounce back game from last night. You only had three points, great bounce back, fifteen points plus six on plus minus. I just like the energy that he brought off the bench tonight. You know, and let's look at the Lakers stats for the team. Assists, 23. Steals, 15. Blocks, 3 blocks. Like, you know. Fast break points, 13 to their 7. Points in the paint, 58 to their 43. You know. So I just liked how we did. We got whatever we wanted in the post. You know. And Montresel did his thing tonight. You know, Montresel did his thing. The team did his thing. But shout out to everybody on the squad, man. You know. Finally got a win, man. Finally feels good. 
But I liked how Shooter and Harold had a chemistry. Shooter had like a pick and roll and threw it between his legs and Harold got an M1. And I liked it, you know? I'm about to bring him in here, you know? Um, overall, man, it's been, it, it was a good game. I love their energy, the hustle. Great Grand Kuzma did his thing tonight. You know? He did his thing. Eight rebounds. Eight, actually, eight rebounds, seven assists. Even though he had four points, he did other things. 13 points for Marquise Morris. 13. Five rebounds. And uh, we're about to bring in uh, Marco Nunez, former Laker athletic trainer for the Lakers, man. Where he's going to discuss the injuries and, you know, and so forth. When he comes in here, I'll bring him in. Uh, just overall, like the defense in the second half. We forced a lot of turnovers. Just I just like the chemistry right there. I just really like the chemistry, you know. And uh, yeah, you know, Drummond will be making the decision tomorrow night around this time. We'll find out if he's a Laker. I know you may know. No, he viewed my story on Instagram, and he's viewing a lot of Laker fan stories. Man, he's liking Laker stuff. So we're gonna see what he's gonna do. But we're gonna see, you know. I really like I said, shooter, seventeen points, seven assists, five rebounds. I liked his energy tonight. You know, attacking the lane, pick and roll. Him and Schroeder, or him and Montreal, that pick and roll game. You know, I, li I liked what he did tonight. I really liked what I like just like the team's energy in the second half. When from we want to in the first half it looked like we want to lose, but in the second half we say we gonna turn up. You know, I liked what we did. You know, in the second half. You know, really liked what we did in the second half. Liked what we did defensively, offensively. Second half, you know, we talked on defense, and uh, yeah, we did, we didn't really in the second half. Our defense was there, offense, and we got up. Let me see here. Black Mamba said, "Big baby, would you like Aldridge? I would like Drummond. You know, Aldridge can't play defense. Drummond can, and uh, I'm looking forward to what we're gonna do with that buyout market. But I'm waiting for Marco Nunez, f former Laker athletic trainer, gonna come in here." He'll be here, be in here in two minutes. He'll be in here, Laker Nation. So, let's see. Jay said, <laughs> "Yeah, he does, but he did other things too." Jay, eight rebounds, seven assists. You know, he. I know he shot twenty-two for seven, over for three from the three-point line, twenty-seven minutes. But he, he's gonna turn up. You know, he's gonna turn up next game. I can promise you that, man. You know. Let me see here. Get him on here. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You know? Yeah, man. Um, but, the, yeah, third quarter score for Lakers, 28 to 28 points scored for us to their 10. I like just that third quarter. You know, turn the whole game for us. You know, looking forward. Liked what we did in that third quarter, man. We played with that Laker championship basketball. I know it's against Cleveland, but still. You can find things against those teams that is not so fortunate. I hope Drummond would. Yeah, hopefully, man. Hopefully, he comes. You know, with the Lakers, man, that'd be cool. You know, and we'll see what happens. You know, it's his decision if he wants to be a Charlotte Hornet or a Boston Celtic or a New York Knicks. If he goes to there, then it is what it is. We can't cry about it. You know, we can't. You know, we can't cry about it. You know. can't cry about it to him you know oh come to Lakers if he wants to come he'll come 
And if he doesn't, it is what it is. You know? It's, it's just the fact that it's on him if he wants to be a Laker and wants to win a ring or if he wants to go to New York and pursue money. But we're about to bring in Marco Nunez, former athletic trainer for Lakers. What's going on, man? Hey, how you doing, Jonathan? Doing good, man. Thanks for coming on, taking the time and busy schedule to come on here on Big Baby Sports Podcast. You know, how's everything with you and the family, man? Hope all is well. Uh, so far, so good. Just had a little bit of a family night tonight. I'm trying to probably call it a wrap. Uh, have the weekend ready to roll. Yeah, it's good, man. So uh, tell us a little about, I know Anthony Davis and LeBron injured, so for a sprained ankle, how long does it usually take to heal from a sprained ankle? Because reportedly it's four to six weeks. Used to be former Lakers athletic trainer. So how long does it take for an ankle to heal? So um, the, the different thing is that we can't really categorize this as a just typical ankle sprain. So there's mm-hmm. two types of, um, I think what he has, what he was diagnosed with was with a high ankle sprain. So there's a high ankle sprain and the low ankle sprain. The low mm-hmm. ankle sprain is the, the most common one that you hear with players where you roll your ankle type of thing. It's a first, second, third degree. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on the degree of the sprain, uh, the low one, those are kind of very common. You see all the players kind of do it. KB had it a thousand times. A high ankle sprain, though, is a, it's a little bit more severe than your regular typical roll, uh, kind of rollover ankle sprain type of thing. Um, the average time for an athlete to come back to play from a high ankle sprain is about four to six weeks. That's the average for the average individual. That's just a timeline that they kind of give out. It could be a little more, could potentially be a little bit less, could be at the forehand, but you don't know. So what they'll do, I think my understanding is that he's in a the boot. They're going to wait about two, three weeks, re, uh, diagnose him again and see where he's at. And then that probably gives a better idea as far as where he's more at at that point. As far, yeah, man, uh, it's unfortunate he went down like that. Because for when I saw it, man, I thought he tore his Achilles because he was LeBron was like grabbing near his like Achilles area, but they said it was an ankle. Like if that was his Achilles, man, he'd have been out for the season. Oh yeah, no, if, if he if he had ruptured his Achilles, he would have been done for the season. I mean that that you're looking for a good six to eight eight months type of thing. And and the reason why he grabbed up higher like it is Achilles is because that's a high ankle sprain. He grabbed it more at the top where normally if it would have been a low ankle sprain, you probably would have seen him kind of kind of grab more towards his. Foot towards his foot, kind of towards, towards the toes type of thing. And that's the reason why he grabbed up there by the Achilles, because that's the more where the high ankle sprain usually occurs. Yeah, most definitely, man. But and as far as Anthony Davis, man, like how long is his recovery process going to take? to get? Um, his is also a little bit different, just because I know he had uh, Achilles tendinitis, and he kind of tried coming back, and then he kind of ruptured his calf. A, ca- a calf generally takes also about maybe four to six weeks to kind of to kind of heal. Now, he's already he's been out for a while already. Um, so he's, he's probably a lot, he's gonna, a lot closer to come back. I think from my understanding, I read some reports. I think that he was already uh, on the court today, I think, either before the game kind of warming up or something like that, doing pregame warm-ups. So that, that's a good sign. He's back on the court, moving around. Obviously, he's not anywhere near um, game shape, so to speak. Um, but the fact that he's out there kind of maybe getting some jump shots and stuff like that, starting to put some weight on it, trying to stress it or, or push at it or, or test it out, so to speak, is a, is a good sign. Yeah, it is a good side, man, because it was scary when he went down. And, like, as far as, like, all these other athletes, like Kevin Durant, he has the same type of injury as Anthony Davis. So, like, what is his recovery process, too? Yeah, or so... Hamstring, the hamstring, hamstring. Correct, yeah. So, the, the, see, that that's the thing about this very tricky. So, so the tricky part about, especially in a sport like uh, basketball, football, anything that's, like, an explosive sport, that kind of like that quick one-step, hamstrings mm-hmm. and, and calf muscles are very tricky just because... Um, both the hamstring and the calf muscles are considered power uh, uh, power muscles. Um, when you take off, when you explode, the, the cast, gastroc and the hamstring are the ones that you, you utilize for explosion, for speed, stuff like that. Um, so 
with the type of the caliber players that they both are. They're, they're both are pretty much the same, or close to kind of the same type of player, that par forward right in the paint where they take that one step, boom, explode, and kind of launch off type of thing. The other thing you got to consider is also, uh, I don't know whether uh, Anthony Davis is right leg or his left leg. you got to also consider if it's his dominant leg. If that's his push-off leg, you got to be a little more careful. If it's his non-push-off leg, that's something you can kind of kind of play around with type of thing. And I don't know what ADs is as well. Yeah, because I remember a couple of years ago, when I remember when Kobe tore his Achilles, yeah, and then he came back the next season and tore his knee. It's like, like for these athletes, like if one injury, if you tell your Achilles, is there a possibility you can tear something else because you're so focused on that one injury, like an Achilles? Correct. So, so uh, I mean, it's not a guarantee, but that's a, the the main concern about it. It's, well, at least that's one of the concerns, um, and that's referred to as far as where you start compensating. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Physically, you might be ready to come back, and you know all the X-rays, all the MRIs show you, hey, you know your foot fit looks good, your your foot feels fine. You can go ahead and start playing on it. Mentally, is a whole different ball game type of thing. Um, so, if a player comes back, they they all the X-rays, all the MRIs, the medical doctors say hey, you're fine, you're ready to go, everything's healed. But mentally, they may not feel that secure to put pressure on it. So, what they'll do is they'll start compensating and loading the other leg more than than, than normal. So now you start putting yourself at a higher risk of injury for the other leg. Prime example, I think when LeBron stayed on the game, he tried doing that one shot. That he, I think he hit a three or something like that. If yeah. you noticed in that video, he landed all in his left leg. He didn't put any weight on his right leg. So if you come back a little too early, what they would do, they'll start compensating and putting more pressure on that other leg. Now you're at a higher risk of injury of something happening to that other leg type of thing. And that's the last thing you don't want. You don't want, you, you don't want them to start overcompensating from one leg to the other. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be... Man, these athletes go through a lot, man, because you used to be the athletic trainer for the Lakers. So tell what it was like working with the Lakers in general. Uh, it, it was fun. Uh, obviously, the, the, I was there with, during the winning years when, when we won in 09 and 2010 against Orlando and then also the, the Celtics. Um, I had the great opportunity to work with Kobe Bryant for a good eight years um, towards his end of his career type of thing. Uh, so also got to work with Pogso, Lamar Odom, stuff like that, uh, Phil Jackson, so I can't really complain. Uh, but it was great. Um, it was fun. It was exciting. Um, one of the probably one of the top teams that you can work for as far as in the NBA. Um, the fans are always incredible. I mean, you can't complain. Um, it's always fun at home and away because when you when you go on the road, um, fans still come out because either you got Lakers fans all over the U.S. or you got fans that want to see the Lakers lose, so to speak. Uh, but either way, arenas were all sold out. Arenas were always kind of crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, I remember those years when. The D'Angelo Russells, because I remember the Lakers would go to Pachanga every year when they had D'Angelo Russell, and I remember taking a picture with you at Pachanga in Temecula. Yeah, we used to go down there for uh, yep. for preseason. I think we should play. Yeah. We used to play a game down in San Diego, but we would all stay up in Pachanga. We would go there for the night. Um, yep. I think they started doing that maybe about six years ago or something like that. Yeah, six, I, would, I was always the fan that would stay there from two thirty and wait till you guys got there and take pictures with you guys. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I love my team with the passion, man. But like. Overall, man, what was it like being around Kobe on a day-to-day basis, like at the facility, on the road trips? Like, what was it like overall being around Kobe? Um, you know what? The, the one thing about the, the, about Kobe, you know, everybody, and I, and I keep saying this, everybody knows or, or is familiar with the whole mama mentality type of thing. You know, um, you know, the first one in, in the arena, the last one out of the arena, first one in the gym, out of, last one out of the gym, so to speak. Um, but, you know, Kobe kind of set a high standard for himself, and that's how he was so successful. But the, the interesting thing about it is that he expected the same thing from everybody. And, you know, he expected that from his teammates and his coaches. But not only his teammates and coaches, but he expected that from everybody. And what I mean down to the like, training staff, the sportsman mm-hmm. staff, the equipment manager, the salespeople, 
front office people, everybody had to bring their A game. So mm-hmm. um, working, just being around him kind of just elevated everybody's game. You had to bring your, your A game, so to speak. You, there, you know, you, you couldn't kind of just relax type of thing because he, he stayed up there. He expected everybody to be up there with him. And he understood that, hey, everybody has to be part. Everybody's part of this, this team. That whether you have a jersey on or not, you, you contribute. You got to do your job. Yeah, most definitely, man. Kobe don't play that uh, nope. soft like Charmin stuff, man. Because I remember that <laughs> video right. he was cussing everybody out. You know, Kobe's greatest player of all time, man. You know, just his demeanor, his work ethic, his passion, his hustle. You know, I liked I liked what he did off the court too with the books that he did, and mm-hmm. other in general, man. He's a legend on and off the court, man. Oh, one hundred percent. That's the thing about it. I mean, he he brought his A game both on and off the court. I mean, he won he won an Oscar, right? Yeah, he won an Oscar. Hello. <laughs> Man, he'll be missed. But uh, Marco Nunez, man, thank you for taking the time to come on Big Baby Sports Podcast. Go ahead and give out your social media so I can give you a follow. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much. If you guys have any questions um, uh, regarding, you know, sports injuries, recovery, anything like that, feel free to DM me on my Instagram at um, Marco A. Nunez 17. If you happen to be also on on Clubhouse, uh, please join me on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Uh, on the training room channel where we kind of break down all the injuries around the league, not just NBA, but NFL, Major League Baseball, MLS. And if you guys are a weekend warrior, if you guys have any questions um, regarding any kind of recovery injuries, please either again either DM, DM me or join us on Sunday nights, Pacific Standard Times, on the clubhouse at the training room channel. Thank you so much, man. Have a good night. All right. Take care. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. It was it was thanks. Thanks, Marco News, for coming on, as always. But I will end this Big Baby Sports podcast. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, like the Facebook post. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, click that notification bell, and I'll be doing a giveaway once I hit 500 subscribers. Thank you, Marco Ninos, for coming on. Thank you guys so much for being in the chat today. Love you guys. I will be back Sunday for Orlando Magic. Until then, have a good night. Go Lakers, baby.